0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two. And I'm uh, recording today from my car. I'm driving from Nashville, Tennessee, to Atlanta, Georgia. Um, And uh, so I thought I have have plenty of time to do a little episode here, and I want to talk to you about uh, the tornado disaster in Nashville and the surrounding areas and um, what I witnessed and what I saw. And um, I'll start firsthand by, uh, you know, the, the tornado was Monday, March 3rd. And um, I went out that evening to uh, a jam session that's called Loud Jams, put on by uh, this great drummer, Tom Hurst, and a bunch of uh, pro musicians in the area. And I went out to watch that, and that was over at about, oh, I would say uh, about 10.30 that night or so, maybe a little sooner. So I was going to go home, and then I found out a friend was playing at Layla's, so I was going to go down there and and watch, and uh, so I go down there and I, you know, end up enjoying the music. and staying a little bit longer, and uh, I kind of noticed the streets. Uh, Broadway is a very booming area, you know, lots of hustle-bustle with tourists and people visiting from all over the world every day, Uh, live music in every bar and every window. It's a wonderful place to be, and... um, all of a sudden, it, you know, kind of the music stopped. You saw people kind of not around, and I didn't know anything of a weather report or a tornado watch. Uh, and it wasn't until about twelve thirty-four a.m. that uh, I was in the was in Layla's with a couple of people, and our my phone went off like just like it would for like an Amber Alert. It says, "Tornado warning, seek shelter in immediate area." Um, and all of a sudden, we heard a tornado siren down the streets of Broadway, which is really eerie. And because, you know, if you've been to Broadway or Nashville, the music never stops there. You know, there's always music going on on Broadway somewhere, something, you know, bands and uh, different types of bands country, old school honky tonk, modern country, rock and roll, classic rock, new rock, 80s rock. There's all types of stuff to see. And it became silent on Broadway, which was very ominous. And the siren, tornado siren, came on, and then the lights started flickering in and Laylows. And there was just a few of us in there, and it was you know, don't really know what to do at that point. But also, you know, I've never been directly involved in a tornado before. I've been very lucky. I did grow up in Ohio uh, in my youth, so I, I didn't know about tornado. I, I knew about tornado warnings. I knew about what tornadoes could do. I did tornado. You know, uh, drills at school when you would, you know, get against a wall and tuck your head between your knees and just kind of assume the crash position or whatever. So I knew the dangers of tornadoes, but I'd never really seen that. So this tornado happens and and um, siren goes off. We didn't take anything of it, and then someone sent a picture of one of uh, my personal favorite music venues in Nashville, the Basement East. And it had been destroyed. Like one of the walls were completely leveled. And I was like, wow, I can't believe it. So I, you know, this is probably, at that point, I, I wasn't going anywhere. I wanted to wait till the storm was clear, and it was clear. Went to my car and, and, and drove home. And downtown was practically untouched by this tornado. The tornado first touched down, I believe, uh, North Nashville, uh, or maybe Germantown, but. Um, or both places. Uh, but where, where where it originally touched down was... I didn't know how close we were. You know, that first touch uh, tornado that touched down was only 1.5 miles north of where I was. I was at Layla's downtown, center of downtown on Broadway. And I looked the next day and like, wow, that tornado was really close. And the first thing I thought about with this tornado is at least in Nashville's case, that we're very lucky that the tornado came so late at night because, you know, it demolished the basement east. But just several hours before, maybe even an hour before, basement east was practically sold out with wall-to-wall people for a, a Bernie Sanders rally. But there was a, from what I heard, there was a lot of people there. Had that tornado come through at that time and pushed that wall down, I mean, that, that place would have been full, and a lot of people would have gotten hurt. Um, but the good news for Nashville was you know, most people had left all the clubs and especially in that area that got hit pretty hard and gone home and so um, you know, it, it's, it was good for Nashville, but as the storms traveled east um, I believe on to, storms went on to East Nashville and then on to Mount Juliet destroyed some homes there and I know there was some loss of life there at Mount Juliet. And then I, I believe a whole separate group of tornadoes or a tornado. I'm not, I don't know the specifics. hit uh, about 75 miles west of Nashville in Putnam County. And that's where the most horrific damage and loss of life was. And um, I mean just leveled neighborhoods. I mean horrific. You've probably seen some of the footage. So but I was in Nashville and uh, so the first sign of destruction that I saw was the basement east I said oh that's terrible that really stinks I, I've, I've seen a couple concerts there and really enjoyed the venue great place well that's sad you know well then the next thing um, the next day I start seeing some of the other footage and how much I'm like wow this is catastrophic damage I can't believe it and so I, I, I was like wow and I'm you know, said a few prayers and that kind of thing and you know and I found out I, I saw on the news that uh I would they, they they said, you know, they didn't have a number of how many people passed away in, in Nashville, but I kinda of turned the news off and went about my day that day and was doing chores and, and that kind of thing and the the tornado uh, the aftermath was kind of on my mind, but I kinda of went about my business and then about middle of the day I turned the news back on and I I got back online and I noticed that there was two people that passed away in in the Nashville area, in Davidson County area. And I'm like I'm thinking, well, wow, that's that's really sad but it's a, a miracle that more people weren't hurt or killed you know, in Nashville and so I really think for Nashville's sake, the fact that that tornado came through so late people are already kind of secure There were a lot of homes destroyed. I mean, if you've seen any of my social media stuff, on my Instagram, CP Drumming, um, there's footage, you know, where I went out and helped and delivered some food and stuff. I mean, there are neighborhoods completely gone and trashed. I mean, you know, homes ripped apart, those things. So it's a miracle to me upon first hearing that, you know, only two people passed away in Davidson County. And then I found out who it was and I couldn't believe it. Um, the two names that they announced were um, one female, her name is Aubrey Sexton, and a male, Mike Dolfini. And as soon as I saw the picture, I couldn't believe it because Aubrey Sexton uh, was uh, a great, a wonderful, wonderful bartender at a place called the Fox Cocktail Lounge in East Nashville. And I, as you know, or may not know, I just moved to Nashville last July, July 2019. And I have a friend in Atlanta who told me, hey, go check out the Fox Bar. That's My brother's one of the owners, and so I started frequenting there. And it's really one of my only two favorite bars in Nashville. I know there are plenty of others. No disrespect to any others, but... I started going to the Fox on a regular basis and I, you know, that that place is so wonderful and it's kind of a mixology cocktail bar and the staff is so nice and friendly that they they made me feel like family there, you know, being a new resident of Nashville. I really have enjoyed it. And Aubrey Sexton was one of the great bartenders that was there and I didn't know her as a close friend, you know, other than seeing her at the Fox all the time and having her, you know, make cocktails for me. and But she was always very nice, and she, we would get into long conversations about what she was making. And after a while, she would even recognize me when I came in and say hello and, uh, you know, ask me if I was going to have the usual or whatever. And we'd talk about other things. I'd ask her how her day was, and she was just a bright, shining light. And I and so when I found that out, and then I her, she and her boyfriend— both passed away. And I, and I, I said, well, I, don't, I didn't, don't think I knew her boyfriend, Mike Delfini. And, um, and then I read in a news article after the passing that he'd worked at Attaboy. Attaboy is a really cool bar in Nashville where there's no menu. You walk in there. It's very quiet. And you sit down at the bar and you just tell them what you want. And they make it. There's no menu. It's really, really cool. And I remembered as soon as I saw that Mike Dolfini worked at Attaboy, I remember the one time I went there, he was my bartender. And I remember this because um, my favorite whiskey is an Irish whiskey called Kilbegans and it's from Ireland and I think it only just came to the States last year. So most bars are, are unaware of it and don't have it, except for the really cool ones. And um, that night, I asked Mike if he had Kilbegans, and of course he did. And he made me two amazing cocktails with it, and I remember that specifically, and I remember him. That's the only chance, uh, that's the only time I met Mike, but I did meet him. So after hearing the news, of these two amazing people Aubrey who I who I knew as a bar patron for myself and uh, you know and then I just I kind of it ruined my, I mean I just couldn't go anywhere that I couldn't do anything that day because I just again I wasn't trying to you know be one of those people that gets on on the morning bandwagon and and all that stuff I mean again I did not personally know Aubrey Sexton as a close friend but she was my bartender at the Fox one of them and I frequent there a lot you know I I enjoy the environment I take friends from out of town there everybody that comes into town like you've got to go to the Fox it's an amazing little quiet little speakeasy Um, and I just people love it whoever I take there you know everybody seems to love it and Aubrey was just a bright shining light in that place and everyone there is but um, it was really tough to what are the odds you know Uh, that out of all the people, I just moved to Nashville in July 2019. Here, almost seven, eight months later, the only two people that perished in the tornadoes in Davidson County in Nashville, I both had met. One of I knew as one of my great bartenders. And it just really bummed me out. And then, you know, I'm kind of an OCD thinker and I'm like, what, you know, you know, you kind of get down in the dumps, you kind of get depressed, you know, you know said some prayers for the families and stuff, and I'm just like, man, is this a sign? You know, I, I knew, I, well, I met Mike, but I mean, you know, the two people, I, I, I actually met them and I knew Aubrey, I knew who she was. And uh, so you ask yourself a lot of questions, you, you know, you, the only thing I could really do is I, I put up a little tribute on my social media about it, and again, claiming that, I, you know, I, wasn't close friends with Aubrey, but anybody that came in contact with her, and probably Mike for that reason, said nothing but amazing, wonderful things, and you know, it's hard to understand the logic why people leave this earth, you know, why do all the good ones, the amazing, bright, shining lights on this earth get burnt out, you know, maybe they get called up to higher duty when they're ready, I don't know how that works, but um, it was upsetting, so... But um, the community, the the bartending and the staffing community uh, around, you know, kind of around the Fox and of course Attaboy, uh, which is where Mike worked. um, Everybody's kind of surrounded them with love and the outpouring of love and um, care has been great that I've seen. And um, I went over to the Fox a couple days afterwards and I brought some flowers there and a candle. There was already some flowers out front and um, some some girl that uh, I didn't recognize came out from the bar to, to say hello and you could tell she'd been crying and um, I just gave her a big hug and I told her I was sorry and I asked if they were going to be open tonight. She's like she wasn't sure. So the fox ended up being open that night and I uh, went with a friend of mine uh, to, to that just to kind of support and I actually went for the next couple of days. And it was it was rough, but you know, doing it in memory and tribute of wonderful people who were in the service industry in Nashville, and who I was lucky enough, and fortunate enough to meet. So, the other thing I want to talk about is is the damage. Um, again, for Nashville, for North Nashville, uh, there's a spot around the uh, called the Underwood Underwood Street, and. I have a friend who who knew somebody in that area that was going to be working over there and I said, well, I'd love to come along and help. So I drove over there one day and there were people out in droves um, helping out. This neighborhood, these houses are trashed. I mean, walls completely ripped off of houses, roofs completely gone, trees through the middle of a house, cars overturned. It is a miracle that we only lost two people in Nashville. Um, But that being said, there was a lot of help needed. A lot of help needed immediately, and I didn't go out the first day. The second day after the tornado, on Wednesday, I went out and met my friend, and we went to this neighborhood on Underwood Street. And there was people out—I mean, in droves—with chainsaws, moving stuff, helping people that just showed up to help. And it was a—it was really a beautiful thing to see. But that place was trashed. I mean, there was—there wasn't a single house that didn't have something wrong with it in that neighborhood either a tree through the front window or a roof missing or half of the house missing or you know so everybody was there clearing out trees and there was this mixture in the backyards of trees tree debris everywhere and then some of the trees had like insulation wrapped up in it and it was net, you know if you didn't have a mask on or goggles you know you didn't want to be messing with that so you had to kind of be careful with what you were doing but I, I went out there worked for a while On that site, we cleared a bunch of lumber and cut trees away. They had to cut trees out of this back alley so the power, you know, companies could get through, power companies could get through, and also companies could come in to help clear the debris. So it was really boots on the ground, you know, for the whole first several days. Still is, but um, so we went to that area, Underwood Street, worked there, and then we, uh, after a while working there, we uh, went over to East Nashville just to see. Purvey the damage and see if any help was needed over there. And in East Nashville, where the basement east is and all that, we saw that and, and uh, we parked and just walked around for a minute. And we had some extra water in case anybody needed it. But at that time, East Nashville seemed to be pretty much under control and most of the places that I saw, well, I know there was a condominium area that was hit, but most of, most of them were businesses that were hit. And like the basement east was kind of demolished, at least one wall completely gone caved in but it was strange because the building right next to it untouched the building right next to that untouched the fourth building down obliterated and you know i don't i guess tornadoes hop and you know, i don't know what they do they come down and they just hop over some buildings i don't know how it happened but uh you know to see so much destruction on a building and then the building next to it not a scratch maybe a couple tiles on the roof missing You know, it it boggles your mind. Um, So, but what I saw over the next few days was, you know, the goodness of mankind. People coming out to help, you know, people coming out to help in droves. And the next day, a whole new set of hundreds of people. And uh, I actually went and picked up some food. first day, I grabbed uh, Pizza Hut in Bellevue, Tennessee, where I live. Donated 10 pizzas. I had, hey, can you guys, you know, donate any food? Uh, I'm going to be going down to a work site, and maybe we could feed some people. And they're like, sure. And they gave me 10 pizzas. That was really awesome. The next day, uh, I got 50 burrito plates from a restaurant called El Aguero in Bellevue, Tennessee. Really great place. Really good Mexican food there. And uh, they, I filled my car up with 50 to-go burrito plates. And I also went to the grocery store and got a bunch of essentials and stuff to give out. Bananas and fruit and some water. And I drove around and I saw some other sections, um, kind of over in Donaldson that was hit pretty hard. Um, And then over in Hermitage, um, there was a whole set of condominiums that were, you know, couldn't have been too old. And they were all basically unfit to live in. Like the structures were moved a little bit, I think. And I think the owner or or the, the management said, you know, everybody has to leave. These places are now unfit. No one died there, but, like, there's enough damage to the structures of the property that everyone had to leave. So I left a few of the burrito plates there, and everybody was just throwing stuff in their car and getting out. Like, it was wild. And then I went over to Tyler DuPont Middle School in that area and dropped off some more food because people were supposed to be going there. So, um, and then um, I, I drove out to Mount Juliet because it wasn't that much further, and Mount Juliet seemed to have everything under control. Mount Juliet, if you haven't been there, it's a very, very wide Large city, very wide area, and the roads that go through town are very, very wide and long. And there wasn't really, they they had a main, they had everything set up. I mean, their system that they had there was, seemed pretty flawless to me as far as, you know, emergency center and if you needed food or whatever. And so I I didn't leave any food there because it it looked like the local government really had it under control from what I could tell. So I went back to Underwood uh, over in, in kind of the North Nashville area and uh, I dropped off like the, the remaining 30 or so of the burrito plates and uh, at least I was glad to do that and help with that and what I saw just continue to see you know people coming out and helping not even question like I talked to my friends hey what are you doing like hey I'm going to this neighborhood with my chainsaw to help out for a few hours so I'm like cool where you know where are you going and everybody was going out to help and it's really was a very intense introduction to the volunteer state of Tennessee and It really is what it says. Um, I just want to share with you listeners out there that, you know, Tennessee is a wonderful place to live, and the people there, uh, Tennessee means a lot to them. And even after several days of, you know, seeing Tennesseans come out and help, you know, then you had, like, the second wave of people from out of state coming in, and uh, so, you know, it's... uh, it was a really rough first week, but each week I think it's getting a little bit better. Power is starting to be restored now. And then, of course, you know, we have this whole new issue that everyone's dealing with this coronavirus pandemic that's going on. So, you know, Nashville's like, you know, everybody's out there still helping and doing things. But now we all have to deal with the, uh, the panic that has set in with a lot of people. And um, I'll save that for another conversation. But, uh, you know, we all have to be safe out there helping and uh, watch your contact with others and watch your contact uh, in public places and door handles and wash your hands and take care of yourself and all those things. So, but anyway, um, the state of Tennessee is, is uh, doing well and uh, just want to talk about those things and um, that's all I have for this episode. Just want to share some things about it, may talk about it in the future, but in the meantime, please stay safe out there in the public and traveling or wherever you are. And don't be afraid to live your life, but be safe out there with, the, with this virus out there and take care of yourself. Thank you so much for listening.